Hello, welcome back to the Frida Sourstone podcast. I'm your host, Elihi. Hope everyone's staying safe out there. I, uh, I know I'm trying to. Haven't stepped in front of any moving cars recently, so it's a plus, you know. It's never the intention to step in front of a moving car. It's just, you know, there's always that red balloon at the other side of the street with this uh, mysterious clown. And, you know, he knows my name and everything. Which is really odd because I don't hang around clowns. I'm a clown myself, so it's it's odd to meet other clowns, I guess. And, you know, him calling me over, I'm like, oh, we should link up. We should hang out. You know, this guy seems cool. But then like, there's always some kind of semi-truck or some kind of, like, Prius. It's always a Prius, actually, now that I think about it. Um, can't be a Mini Cooper. They would, it would uh, combust before it hit me. That's just the way those vehicles work. They combust easily, you know. A speed bump and there's fireworks, right? <laughs> um, but no, I, I I just remember he called me over and uh, walked over and some of these cars had almost hit me and um, never quite made it. And every each and every time the clown was disappointed when I made it across the street. He was like, ah, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I was always so confused. But, you know, maybe a listener can shine some light on that. You know, was that uh, was that on me? Did I do something wrong? I don't know. Crazy. You know, I, I've actually missed uh, missed recording a bit. Um, in the beginning, I was kind of recording this daily. And while that's cool and everything, I was taking a step back from other things I was trying to do, from working in my room to writing to exploring and um, with a face mask and six feet apart of everybody else, of course, you know, but um, and hand sanitizer and water on handy. <laughs> In my case, Clorox wipes because I can't find any hand sanitizer. But um, yeah, uh, I kind of pushed it back to like every couple days. I know the other day I did actually break the fast of not um, of not posting, and I posted a two part thing where it was uh, about the Red Cross and donating. Very special episode to me. Um, if you haven't checked that out? Check that previous one here. Um, I originally made it too. It's funny because like I, I recorded this long episode. And I came up on the 60 minute mark. I'm like, oh, uh, and I don't know. I, I finished recording and I thought about it and I just ultimately re-recorded and split into two episodes. I thought it was more digestible that way, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. So I just re-recorded, did that. And, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, to any new listeners, just want to welcome you in and everything. If you've seen the flyers, uh, I've noticed some of them have actually gotten taken down, um, on my, uh, exploration around today from uh running different errands i happened to swing by fairfield hills and um, that was where two of my flyers have actually been placed down i mentioned in a prior uh, previous podcast that i would actually take advantage of the fact that everyone is out hiking right now and i would um go hang up these flyers now of course uh pieces of paper do not last in water thought of that so i laminated them and it looked very nice. Just want to throw it out there. The photography, done by me. The writing, not done by me. Have to give credit to uh, my mom there because um, as much as I could have written it, I was like, listen, um, do you mind writing this? I, I just, I feel like I might write this too messy for them to read. So there you go. So full full transparency there. Um but, uh, and I'm sure I could have written fine, but you know, sometimes you just need someone else to handle something for you. You're like, listen, I'm going to handle this, this, and this. Might if you just write this real quick. Cool. That looks good. I'm going to use that. So that, that works out perfectly. Um, 
I, I swung by Fairfield Hills. A little bit of a backstep here. Uh, had to hit the dump. You know, uh, garbage builds up when you live with people, of course, and you eat enough food and you go through enough things. You know, garbage builds up very quickly. And uh, I hadn't recently gone to the dump because um, I actually had some truck issues. Not car issues, truck issues. Uh, driving a truck and everything, you know, um, where I actually ended up needing a new battery. So that's kind of, it's really not as bad as you would think. I mean, it is, you know, it's like, it was 150 some odd dollars and um, like 152, I believe. Not that it matters the exact amount, but it was, you know, it's it's a bill in a time when most of us are unemployed and um, obviously want to avoid bills where we can. But in this case, it was, um, I was actually kind of thankful. You see, there was... Um, there was a time I had to go out and, uh, excuse me, the, the previous day, I actually, when I found out that my battery was no longer working, um, I had gotten into my car and I was grabbing some stuff from my truck and um, I noticed that I left the light on, had to jump, you know, my, my battery was dead. I was like, oh, I put the key in it, tried to turn it, not even a single amount of resistance and noise, you know, got it jumped, no problem, let it sit for a bit. Um, admittedly, that's something I want to practice during this. I want to learn how to jump vehicle and everything. Uh, in the past I've been taught, but it's never come into fruition. So it's, it's a very forgettable thing. I suppose whenever you don't do something enough, it's just going to leave you very quickly. And I, I hadn't had the opportunity in a very long time to have that experience. So something I do want to pick up in this meantime, but one thing I did actually learn how to do, um, you know, never been super mechanical, but as I'm getting older, I'm kind of gaining ambition to kind of work with my hands and learn how to do things and figure them out for myself. But one of the things I struggled with was even opening up the hood to my truck. Sounds embarrassing, I know, but again, not a mechanical guy. I'm not the kind of guy where I can just, you know, I guess fix any issue within my truck by myself. I, I just go to a shop, I have AAA or just things like that, you know? Um, but, uh, Good thing the other night I learned how to, um, you know, with, with the truck, you have to yank on, um, you have to pull a little cord inside of the truck to um, unlock the hood, but then you have to lift it up and reach around for the the other lock and unlock it there. And that was always something I never really messed with because, you know, when you're younger and you don't have ambition, you don't want to attempt things that seem uncomfortable or seem stressful. And this wasn't all that hard, but this was something to overcome. And I you know, reached around, figured out how to do it. And, uh, I was happy about that. I was like, you know what? Cool. This is just another thing to pick up and just now I have it down flat out. Good. Cool. So if I ever need to open it, I, I know exactly what to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So that, that happened where I had to jump it. And the following day I wanted to go to the dump and, um, I had my truck loaded up with garbage and everything. Um, and unfortunately I went to go start my truck and dead again. And this time I was like, yeah, no, my battery's gone. It's dead. <laughs> the previous night I had the excuse of, well, I had the light on. So maybe it was just that. And admittedly, that's not a mistake I often make. That that really took me by surprise. I think um, it's once in a great blue moon. Maybe I had left the light on, but I'll notice it when I leave the vehicle or something like that. Never, never leave it on all night. That is just something that I'm not really kin to do. So I, I was surprised by that. But not a big deal, right? You know, 
but at this point I hadn't left the light on. I knew this hundred percent and the battery was still gone. So I was very really confident that this was now needed. And, um, you know, we, uh, we jumped my, uh, my parents, you know, we, we jumped my vehicle and, uh, I went, it, this is kind of funny. I called AAA and, um, you know, the AAA, admittedly a fantastic service, love them. Right. But, um, unfortunately the, the gentleman came and I had given the make and model and everything. And, uh, he had every other battery in stock except the one needed for my vehicle. So no disrespect to him, you know, we all make mistakes, but, um, you know, I decided, okay, I should just went straight to AutoZone. Now I'm definitely going to go to AutoZone. So, um, went to, you know, so this point, my, my battery, uh, I managed to start it back up and everything. And, um, at this point again, fully understanding that it's dead and I, you know, got to AutoZone, no problem. And, uh, I'd already called ahead of time. I just wanted to make sure. And, you know, my dad, my dad actually had looked into it for me cause I was talking to him on the phone while I was waiting for AAA and he had figured out that, yeah, there's a, um, you know, there's a battery and everything you should go get from AutoZone. So, um, they have it in stock. So that was good. So I called them, let them know it was coming, this and that, you know, some stores are doing this curbside pickup thing right now. Totally respect it. Just want to make sure I know, do I have to go in? Do I not have to go out? And it's funny. I didn't ask them that. I just sort of said, Hey, do you have this battery? Fantastic. My vehicle needs a battery. And that was it. I should have asked, Hey, do I come inside? Do I order online? Do we have an app? How does this work? Instead, I decided to go and uh, just drive there. And I parked kind of on the side parking lot away from the front of the building, which was, a mis that would be a mistake I would regret in a few moments because I went inside, you know, they had the battery and something embarrassing too is that uh, I'd have, at this point I have a few masks, so the uh, masks, excuse me. So there's no way that um, I would be out in public without covering my face. But this happened to be a moment where, in the heat of just, oh, I need to get my battery fixed right now. I did not bring my mask. So I felt so bad. I, I, I was just using my shirt to cover my face and everything. Well, not everyone, not everyone, you know, uses that tool or that, that, um, uh, falls in line with that idea, that notion that we need to do this. I still feel guilty and you still get the dirty looks, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a, a rebel here and go, I don't need to wear a mask. Not, not my vibe at all. So I'm there and uh, it was great. The guy had the battery and I was a little worried because on the phone, it sounded like they were a little bit shorthanded and might not be able to install it. And again, not a mechanical guy. So buying the battery, no problem. Installing it, problem. Um, so that came to the point where uh, I decided, sorry, I'm just noticing my battery is low. Just got to make sure I plug this in so we're not going to have any, you know, uh, dead phones. I don't know. There's no pun there. I was thinking of a pun, but I couldn't follow through. Just, just nothing. I was thinking a dead fish for some reason. And this is a phone, not a fish, not an animal. I crazy. Anyway. So, uh, you know, they wanted me to pull my vehicle up and keep in mind that my vehicle was already, I turned it off and I regretted turning it off because I knew I probably wouldn't be able to turn it back on. And, you know, when he told me I had to move it over, to the front of the building, I was like, oof, it's probably not going to turn on. So I sat there and then I'm like, let me just go for it. Put it in, turn it, ignition, boom. Fantastic. Thank you, Lord. So I just decide to, uh, you know, so I just pull up, I get in the front 
and uh, there was a gentleman there. Um, he was really helpful. You know, he was he was trying to. It's unfortunate. You could tell when people really are trying to teach you things, even though like forget language barriers, forget any kind of, you know, like forget just language barriers in general. You can tell when someone's trying to teach you something. And that was kind of the situation here. His English wasn't all that good, but he was trying to kind of explain things to me. And I thought that was really cool. I was like, you know something, he doesn't have to teach me some of these things. Like he doesn't have to tell me, hey, this is for this and and this is good here and things of that nature. But he was still trying. And, you know, I thought that was really admirable. I, you know, he had a great work ethic, installed it, no problem. And once again, just trying to be helpful in areas he didn't need to be. So um, I don't often leave reviews on pages, but, you know, sometimes you just run into an employee at some place. And they're just so respectful and uh, kind and everything that, um, you know, not, 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 and it's not like you feel obligated, but you kind of feel like, Hey, I really want to help this person in their career in any way I can. And aside from being a customer, let me re- leave a review because yeah, some people go off reviews. You know, we all tend to, from time to time, we say we don't, but we do. We say, I'm going to go see this movie. I don't care what the reviews say. We care. We just want it to be good. You know, um, but I loved a good review. I was like, you know what? The staff is great, respectful. Uh, they took care of everything, you know, wonderful AutoZone. So the battery, I got to say, the new battery looked fantastic. I am. I looked at the old battery. It looked kind of dirty, things of that nature. Probably did not help the case. But the the new battery, oh, looks beautiful. And now my, my truck purrs differently, man. It just sounds so good. So that's that's lovely. And aside from the bill... Uh, it's one of those things where I'm just happy I got to get it done. It's just something that needed to be taken care of. And it's a good thing I wasn't stuck in the middle of nowhere. I was home at the time when I found out my battery was shot. It wasn't like I was at some hiking trail in Meriden or something far away. So, you know, layers to how cool that was, right? So that was cool. Took care of that. Um, yeah, I was happy about that. I was like, you know what? If if something has to get done, let it be in quarantine. Let it be now when like I'm home and I have the time. So that was cool. Took care of that. Um, but uh, that day, I was supposed to, at the beginning of this, I mentioned I was supposed to go to the dump. I had my whole truck filled up with garbage. But, you know, with all these different endeavors, the dump was already closed at that point. So I thought, okay. Routed up more garbage, looked for more things in the house. There was more things in the house. We ended up building up for the piles and um for me to take to the dump and uh just uh yesterday i was filling up my truck and that was that was a fun endeavor that was just just trying to organize it so that a lot of these like bags don't fly out um distributing the weight making sure everything's good fantastic took a while took a while to make sure everything was good but uh come this morning i went to go get my oil change you know, just another thing I had to get done. And uh, I thought it would be okay to have the back of my truck filled up with garbage. That was not a good idea. So I had to, the guy told me, he's like, listen, I, I can't lift the vehicle with this much stuff in the back. And I'm like, of course, that that makes sense. Why did I think this was a good idea? In my head, I'm like, I'm just going to pack this up and it won't be an issue. And then I'll go straight to the dump. But of course, that, that makes sense. So, you know, mistakes were made, no problem. Uh, so went home, dropped off the garbage and, uh, then came back oil change. Everything was cool. Found out my right rear tire was low and, you know, very exciting news. I know I'm talking about doing my chores today, but this all leads to the fact that I had to go to the dump in Newtown. And, um, 
I decided, hey, you know, let me go visit Fairfoot Hills. There's a, I think there's like this new hiking trail they opened up in the back of one of these buildings. And I'm like, let me check it out. So I go there and I'm like, you know, let me just see if these flyers are still up there. Let me see if the, it was only two. But as you guys might recall, uh, on this endeavor, I had printed out 15, well, it was 16 copies, but I was keeping the 16th, 15 copies I had to spread amongst these different trails. And two of them were in Fairfield Hills. And of course, in both spots, they were taken down. So <laughs> I wasn't really mad. I was like, you know what? I'm happy. I still committed to doing it. And I hung them up everywhere and, you know, getting the name out there, completely worth it. Uh, I was choking on my Snapchat. I was like, you know, I'm just going to hang them up in the same spot. I'll keep printing out more and more. Like I'm, I'm ready for this, you know, but, uh, you know, who might not like it is, uh, I'm pretty sure they have guards now and this could just be me. This very well could just be me. But in the past month, once in a while, when I go to the dump, I tend to stop by Fairfoot Hills. Cause it's just, you know, it's, it's. I'm not like trying to contact the the past spirits of previous inmates and things like that. It's just beautiful grounds and it's fascinating seeing the destruction of the buildings and everything. It's just there's a lot of interesting things there as well as seeing the new businesses taken over. Like um there's a brewing company that's taken over one of the buildings and and there's nice land around the area. So it's a good area to just walk around and kind of get your cardio up. And a lot of times recently when I was walking around, just looking at buildings and things like that, not crawling in, not going in, just looking, have to stress that because that adds to this being a little weird. I just remember there's been a few times where I've had cars slowly drive by me. And I don't remember if this was the same car I saw today, but it's been a reoccurring thing enough to where even a one-time situation, you have a car slowly drive by you, you're kind of just doing the double take. You're kind of like, do I know this person? Like, are they looking at me? Like, what? am I doing something wrong? Can you approach me instead of just stalking me here? You know, we've all had that happen. So one time of that's enough to kind of go, what is this? And I made a mental note of that the first time it happened, but it's been a reoccurring thing. And it happened again today, I felt like. And a lot of these could be circumstantial because I don't even remember if this was the same car, but... I remember I was walking down the sidewalk and this car kind of slowly drove by me and then it like circled around and parked to the side and it had its caution lights on and I don't remember why. I just remember the way it slowly drove by me and the fact that it pulled around and parked not next to me but across the street. Like it just combined that with just the previous times of just having cars slowly drive by me. Like really weird stuff, you know? So I don't know. We're all humans. We could communicate here. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I'm number one public speaker here, but I, I feel I have enough, you know, capacity with my mouth and with my vocabulary to where I can talk to somebody. If I need information, I can go, Hey, X, Y, Z. I don't need to creep up on them in a car and make them feel like they're doing something they shouldn't be when all they're doing is walking. You know, I don't know. I don't know. And I know we all have different circumstances of that, I'm sure. Um, you know, whether it's a potential, whether it's, you know, some creepy person, like any 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 girl listeners, you have a dude creeping up on you in a car, cat calling you, or uh, anybody that's had issues with the police and everything. And I'm not taking a stance saying, like, all police are like this. You know, I've met many, many great cops. I've dealt with many big pain type of cops like you know just cops that give you trouble and everything but we've got issues too where just cops creep up on us like we're doing something wrong and it's like i'm not doing anything wrong i'm just you know just sitting here so 
that was kind of weird. That was that was a little annoying. You know, it's kind of annoying that's becoming a reoccurring thing. So a part of me wanted to walk up to the guy's car and be like, hey, what's going on? But that leads to the whole idea of, man, like if that is just a random car, do you know how crazy I'll look if I'm just like yelling at this person who potentially has nothing to do with me? You know, uh, here I am being all like suspicious and just like puffing my chest out like, you don't drive by me. No one drives by me. <laughs> Right next to a busy part of Fairfield Hills, like the road. Crazy. Um, but uh, <laughs> that was funny. Um, so, that was, you know, it's it's all in good fun, too. Like, you know, nothing came out of that. I ended up enjoying the hiking area. Walked past some buildings I didn't see. I haven't seen before. Never been on this trail. It's like if you are by the massive field in Fairfield Hills, uh, you know, you get off exit 11 and it's that curvy road that goes up. And it goes like to the left. If you're passing by Fairfield Hills, it's that massive field with that massive building in, in back of it. And um, there's there's the trail entrance right over there. There's like a parking lot and everything. And there's buildings way back in the woods there. And some of them said like, you know, it, it wasn't even like um, it wasn't your typical private property signs. It was like next level. It was interesting how it was worded. It was like private property. uh something about if you're if you're caught here you are subject to arrest not fines not xyz literal just arrest just that's it seems a little intense i was curious i i was like what could this possibly be that is so intense you know um you know it's interesting newtown likes to kind of crowd everything together in 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 ways like they have their town hall right next to a school, right next to a senior center, right next to an abandoned mental asylum. And right by all this is a class. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's not forget this. A level four security prison next to all this. And what's next to all that houses. Like what, why does everything have to be together? You know, why is, you know, it's all good for mixing things together. Don't get me wrong. I can understand just it's nice in towns when you have your coffee shop here, your deli here, and things like that. Newtown has that too. They have, you know, Edmontown Hall, which is town hall, but also they have, you know, the, they play movies there and they're next to these other fantastic shops, you know? Um, I, I definitely recommend the general store, just total side note. I uh, had one of their meat sandwiches. I think it was the flagpole or I had the Godfather. I'll have to go back and try both just to make sure. But it was delicious. It was just, the chicken was so good, I was just angry. I was angry at how good it was, and I just flipped the table and left. It was it was a whole scene. But anyway, um, really good. Highly recommend. But going back to the prison, why is there a level four prison and a, a few other mysterious government facility buildings, a brewery, a senior center, the town center, the town hall, a school, and mental asylums all next to each other. That just seems combustible to me. It's like, where do we stack our flammable wood and our matches? Next to each other? Along with the gasoline and the people that can't run away because they are next to it. And if it explodes, they'll die. Like, it just just seems very problematic to me. I don't know. But, uh... I got to say, too, in looking at that building, I was a safe distance away. I was well ahead of the sign. Like, I wasn't passing that sign at all. I saw it as I was walking. I'm like, cool. Just making a mental note and walking away, not trying to upset the cops. You know, I already have this creeper over here with his his car just, I don't know, just watching me. And 
you know, it could very well be it's calf season. I was rocking shorts. Maybe that was what it was. Maybe he's a fan. Don't know. Don't know. But I have that creeper doing that thing over there. And now I don't want to deal with the police just kind of being all mad at me and everything. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's a fan of the podcast, too. That's that's a thought. Maybe he's a listener. <laughs> just wasn't sure if he should approach or not. I mean, I don't know how he would know. It's not like, you know, I, I was wearing a face mask, had glasses, had headphones on. You know, I was practically invisible, especially with the sunlight. You know, I was... Uh, I feel like I'm Irish enough to where me and the sun meet and you just don't see me anymore. I just disappear. Which is probably not true. I feel like the sun hates me because I, I always tend to burn really bad. Uh, I'm not a fan of the sun. Got to say that, you know, aside from that joke, aside from, oh, I blend in because it's, you know, super bright out, you know, funny Caucasian joke for you. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan. I'm not a fan of just laying out there. You know, I, I tan, but first I burn pretty bad. The Irish and Italian in me. So not a good situation. But hey, hey, we got to live with it. You know, I, I prefer kind of um, while sunny days are cool. I'm not trying to stare at the sun. You know, I'm not a fan. My eyes do not like it. My Irish skin hates it. I'm trying to just look ahead and uh, look at the ground. <laughs> That's it. Prefer clouds, if anything. So um Gotta say, after that, wasn't really into hiking too much. I was like, you know what? Hiking is all good. You know, walking around's all good. But uh, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Just head back to the house, hang out for a bit, you know. It's been fun. Um, yeah, been watching the show called The Kingdom. That's been really cool. Uh, I just got through season one. And uh, don't know if anybody else has heard of the show, but I'm I'm a sucker for medieval shows. Huge Lord of the Rings fan, huge Game of Thrones fan, and um, anything medieval and everything. Okay, but I should specify, and I can I feel like I need to get rants about this and um, you know about those individual shows and what I think about them in other podcasts. But when I say fan of Game of Thrones, I have to specify here. I am. I cannot stress to you the level of absurdity that season eight was. It was just. It was on some next level incoherency do not care about the product trying to rush out of it it is on some kind of thing of you're at a wedding and you forget your lines and you show up drunk at the altar and you end up kissing the priest instead it's like that level of just lack of you're not you're not into what you're doing you know don't know if that analogy landed of course it did i'm doubling down on it yes it did land boom uh (laughs) but that's a rant for another time, Game of Thrones. They, it will not take me right now because that takes me to a dark place. That that whole situation takes me to a very dark place. No bueno. No bueno, sir, ma'am, phone, Elihi. No bueno. But the kingdom's pretty good, gotta say. I'm a fan. It's uh it's kind of just got a it's got a good vibe to it. You know, you have Vikings versus Saxtons and everything. And uh there's a lot there. There's a lot there to digest. It just reached its fourth season, so appreciating that. Um, been kind of bouncing back and forth between uh, watching that and doing chores and everything. I still got some more stuff I have to do to clean my room here. It's coming together nicely, though. I gotta say, very proud. Very proud of this work. This was one of my number one things I wanted to get done in quarantine, and we're we're doing it. We're doing the thing, you know? Good stuff. Pretend you're looking at this room, okay? I want you to just kind of reach in Put one eye on the top of your, like, 
you know, eyelid and the other at the bottom and just stretch out and just stare at this room with me right now. Just look around. Not bad, right? Pretty good. Hope you like that poster. And that one's really cool too. But I also like this one I'm looking at here too. Fantastic. Good imagination skills there, huh? Um, I think that's uh, that's a big takeaway. Just want to throw this out there. Uh, in between podcasts, check out The Kingdom. It's really good. Definitely recommend it. Um, not season eight of Game of Thrones. No. Did not want to go back into that. Why did I go there? Game of Thrones, man. It really just set me up to fall. It's like it's like when you, you know, you have a dance recital, and you're like, yeah, my dad's gonna show up, and he's like, you got this, honey. I'm so proud of you. You're awesome. And then in front of everybody, it's like I'm dancing, and then like everything's good. But then near the end, my dad just gets up and punches me in the face and sits back down. And I just I'm on the ground on the table, like on the stage. And I have a bloody nose. I'm like, what? Why? And no one has an answer for me. And everyone just leaves. That is the season eight ending. I don't get why they punched me in the face and left me during my dance recital. I worked hard on that dance recital. Okay. I memorized every moment, every foot placement, every dance procedure. I did it. I was in it. And then I just got decked in the face by the directors are D&D. They are my fathers in this story. They just came up and they each punched me, each with the left arm because Catholicism, the left arm is evil. The left hand is evil. They each punched me in the face with the left arm. In fact, you know what? Why are we stopping there? What's that term? Apridangrius, Apridangsarix, whatever you call it. They punched me with both arms, right? They got their, their dual handed. Yeah, they're fantastic writers. They write with both hands. So they took out pencils and they wrote descriptive things on my face like i'm terrible i'm too short even though i'm six foot they say that i should be six foot one they know that that is a very embarrassing thing that on a good day i am six foot one but often i'm underneath that and on a bad day i'm four foot nine for some reason they know this and they make fun of me but nonetheless i am ranting about something that's not to be taught to right now okay cool thing is Got to get rid of a lot of garbage today, and I was very happy about that. Room's feeling lighter. I feel like we can all appreciate the 30, 40,000 pounds I got rid of in my room. And uh, with purging comes just appreciating the things that you hold dear more. When you have three pieces of paper and one of them you need to get rid of, or you have to choose, you have to get rid of one of them and everything. Once you do you kind of appreciate the two pieces of paper left over more, don't you? It's just one of those things where when there's less, there's more in some instances. And uh, I'm going to leave you off at that 31-minute mark. We've gone to 40, 50 minutes before, but in the token of less is more, we're going to end this episode now. So want to appreciate or uh, want to thank you guys for tuning in as always. Uh, stay sane, stay safe, check out the kingdom and, uh, check out some new hiking trail. I don't know. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great one.